Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. The game is canceled. Michigan's COVID outbreak is not under control, causing the Wolverines to cancel Saturday's game at Ohio State. What to make of the rest of the Big Ten football season for Michigan, Ohio State, and the rest of the conference? We answer that question along with some Jim Harbaugh talk on this episode of Wolverine Confidential. Man, I already had so many upset stories written, and now they're gone to waste. You did? <laughs> you might have been the only one. Yeah. Might have saved yourself a little bit of, uh, I don't know, embarrassment, I guess, on that on that end. But, uh, yeah, let, let's get right into this. Michigan canceled its game against Ohio State. They held a press conference, Michigan did, uh, last night, Tuesday night, uh, with Jim Harbaugh. Athletic Director Ward Manuel um, and a couple of other folks to speak on the medical side of things, and there, you know, they were they were still somewhat um, shady with with you know revealing actual you know numbers to us. Um, there wasn't full transparency, but uh, when asked if Michigan was the football program was in the red red stage uh, as far as COVID cases, which you know the, as defined by the Big Ten you know, a certain number of cases and then, you know, a certain number of per, percentage of total population, whoever speaks next can fully uh, define uh, how these two numbers are, are, are decided upon. But bottom line is red, red is the worst for both. And that's when you have to stop football activities and, you know, you wouldn't be able to, to play for a certain number of days. Michigan is not there. I mean, that is, that is something that I think Ohio state fans, football program there in Columbus is going to, you know, perhaps look, look at unfavorably. They're going to wonder, Hey, you didn't have to stop uh, by league rules. And you did. Yeah. By the afternoon yesterday, I was questioning what day it was. Cause it's been such a long last <laughs> 48 to 72 hours. I mean, Michigan was expected to return to practice Monday. Uh, they, they sort of did. They told us they were coming back and limited workouts. From my understanding, that was just helmets only. Um, because I think they're waiting to see, I guess, testing and contact tracing and the like. Monday night comes, and we were supposed to talk to Jim Harbaugh. And Michigan schedules a press conference with Jim Harbaugh and players like they normally would during a week. It was those are typically on Mondays. They push it to Tuesday, and then Tuesday came and went. Tuesday came and they canceled it. So that you started to think maybe there was some momentum that this game could be played, and then it gets kind of pulled out from underneath them. But yeah, I mean, it came quickly. The game is not happening. Um, the red red thing is interesting because it, it basically comes down to testing positivity rates. If the Big Ten says that if you exceed a five percent testing positivity rate among your team, 
combined with a uh, 7.5% positivity rate among the population, which is my understanding is the roster, the coaches, and all the staff. When, when you include the, the, the people that have tested positive, then you have to, you're required to shut down. You're not practice, not play games. And like you said, Daryl Conway, Michigan's chief medical officer said they were not in the red, red. But again, we still haven't been given specific numbers with regards to the number of cases. Uh, Michigan did come out Friday afternoon and and did, they said they had 15 positive cases uh, in the department, um, but they never break it down by sport. So we're left guessing. Now there were reports over the weekend that Michigan had 12 players that tested positive so that, that seems to jive with with what the numbers Michigan released were. They're still not saying. Now there were reports And that was Friday, and that was Friday, and then Saturday. And you know, this is this was Tuesday. Like things can change, of course, over those few days. There could have been, you know, even if there was only 15 in the whole department or whatever, that, that number could have skyrocketed, you know, over the over the, the days since, just to you know, to be fair to Yeah, that. Ward did say that that the cases continue to increase into this this week as well. So yeah, you would have to assume that that number has gone up. Yeah, and it's not just we, we keep harping on positive cases, and that's obviously the most important thing here. But there's also players that are ruled out or cannot practice for X amount of time because they were traced to a, a positive test. Right. That number remains unclear either. There was a, a number reported Tuesday evening, I think, by Bruce Feldman of The Athletic. He said upwards of, I think, 45 players Michigan expected to not have for Saturday's game. Again, we, 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 Michigan has not given us any numbers to that degree, so we, we can't confirm that. But that would certainly, you know, reinforce the, the idea that Michigan would have had struggled to play Saturday, at least with a, with a full deck of a roster. So Michigan seemed like they're in, 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 in you know, dire straits from a personnel standpoint. Could they play the game? Maybe, you know, probably. Maybe, you know, they probably would have been relegated to a bunch of backups and third stringers and, and maybe, you know, whatever the case may be. But it's hard to, with, with the, the lack of transparency in this situation, you know, across the Big Ten has been hit or miss. Some schools have been more transparent with others than others with numbers. So we aren't mm-hmm. clear, you know, how many of these these Big Ten teams that have not played and have had to cancel games have done so because of they're in the red red or they're just they they feel like they don't have the roster to do it. I will say one thing where the SEC has been been better is like. Yeah, Mississippi State played a game with like less than 50 scholarship players earlier uh, this year. And they kind of announced like, hey, yeah, we're we're down to like 46 scholarship players for this game against whoever. And they they decided to still play. So, I mean, yeah, Michigan still could have, assuming that cases continued to um, not go up at an alarming rate throughout the week, they still possibly could have played. But yeah, again, without knowing an exact number, it's hard to say how many guys for sure they would they would have been out. Yeah, I'm not holding it against them that they're not. To be to be cl- just to be clear on this, like you know, I was just pointing out that Ohio State's going to look at some of those numbers, point out yes, that Mississippi State situation you just mentioned, Ryan, um, and and wonder why you know Michigan couldn't because Ohio State last week, for all we know, could have been in a similar situation where they had players being held out because of contact tracing, and they were going to. Say, well, we're going to continue to practice with the players we know are good. And, uh, you know, if those other players turn out that they're fine and, and, and we don't learn even until the day before the game, so be it. Or if they're out, so be it. We're, we're going we're gonna to play anyway. That That's fine. That's their choice. But, you know, Michigan taking the more conservative approach, um, you know, which has kind of come down from, from leadership, from the president down, you know, throughout this is, is, is fine too, I think. Um, you're still, even if you've got these, these players that, you know, you're down for forget where they are on the depth chart. 
you don't know for sure, you know, by continuing to practice, you're still potentially exposing them. They're still gathering and, um, you know, you know, you don't know if they are part of that contact tracing or whatever. So, but, you know, you can understand why Ohio State, you know, they want this game, especially because it, it matters for them to get, you know, get the minimum to get into the Big Ten championship. It was, yeah, at the end of the day, it was a judgment call by Michigan's medical professionals. Michigan continues to say that they've been relying on the doctors to kind of make their decisions for them, and I don't blame them for it. I mean, it's it's one that had to be made, or they felt like had to be made, and, and you got to roll with it. Now, keep in mind, there wasn't this this level of you know criticism or discussion last week when Michigan canceled against Maryland either. So, you know, it's it, I think this is only a huge deal right now because of a yes, there's a huge rivalry game at, at stake here, but like you said, Ohio State needs a sixth game as of right now to get into the big 10 championship game. And right now, as it sits right now, they're not going to play a sixth game. So it could potentially keep the big tens at, to this point, best team out of their own conference championship game. And that's where I think this becomes a huge issue. If you, I don't know if you guys have looked at the big 10 standings uh, closely here, but you've got Ohio state uh, without playing Michigan this week, we'll only be at five games. We'll, as we mentioned, we'll not meet, meet the minimum requirement of six to play in the championship. You've got Indiana there. They would then. They'd be the next team, except they just had to pause yesterday uh, because of, of, of COVID concerns. Maryland does not meet the minimum. That means if Penn State beats Michigan State this weekend, they would be your Big Ten East representative in the Big Ten championship should Indiana uh, still be uh, on on quarantine and not be able to to go next week. <laughs> and it kind of, I just pulled out. I wrote oh, about that this morning. But I, this is the Big Ten's fault here. I mean, they, <laughs> they 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 dragged their feet with the start of the season, and I guess I don't blame them from that regard. But they gave themselves no wiggle room at all with schedule. So if if one game gets canceled, that affects two teams, and that could affect affect multiple weeks and multiple teams from there. So they, they've kind of they kind of brought this on themselves. It's a situation where where other leagues were able to figure it out. The SEC, the Big Twelve, the ACC. They they started the season later, mid to late September, to, to kind of wait this thing out. But they also built bye weeks into the season. And the Big Ten, keep in mind, the Big Ten originally had that in in place with their first uh, reiteration of the of the, the pandemic schedule, and they decided instead. You know, to go with eight or nine games in eight or nine weeks. And that just it clearly, as of right now, Michigan is, is there, there are four teams that have, have played every game up to this point. And it, it very well could be three if Indiana doesn't play this week. Yeah. So here's my thing, though. I, uh, I think that they should stick to the, um, the rule that they, that they set out. This is what they said. This was our minimum to change the rules uh, you know, once, once the game has started, so to speak. And I don't think, I don't think that would be right. But I also think in this in this season, in this what I've been calling a fake season all along, where we're kind of making up the rules as we go to begin with, I don't think there's any problem with Ohio State not being in the Big Ten championship, but still playing, you know, a crossover game against someone. The Big Ten has said they're willing to be flexible with that. Maybe they play Wisconsin. Okay, that could be a better game for them anyway in the eyes of the committee. They 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 beat them. I th- I still think they would get in the playoff because while the Big Ten championship is decided by you know, on-field results. The playoff is determined by a committee. That is that is literally voted on. They they decide who's going to be in that. And I don't think anyone in their right mind would say there's any other team other than uh, Ohio State in the Big Ten that belongs in that discussion. But I don't know if you guys agree or disagree on that. I think I, I disagree on that. I mean, to, to be crowned a Big Ten champion, I feel like you should have to deserve and earn it. And I don't, like you said, Penn State has shown nothing this year to deserve any consideration for any type of championship. I think at this point, 
you had kind of have to uh, go back on your decision and, be, and sit down and look at, okay, who are the best two teams have been in each division and allow them to play for the conference championship, regardless of the games played. Uh, I mean, yeah, they, they probably did not foresee so many games being, being postponed and canceled this season, but uh, it, it happened and it wasn't always the team like Ohio state. It wasn't always their fault that they had to cancel. So what, why punish them? You kind of have to adjust with the times. And I think they a hundred percent deserve to be in the big 10 championship. And it, it just wouldn't care the same way. If even if they do play like a Wisconsin and crossover game, I mean, yeah, like we went undefeated. We didn't win a Big Ten championship. They, I mean, but they on. could say they won the Big Ten championship. It's all make believe at this point. They I know. <laughs> champions. They won all their games in the Big Ten. Right, and I then mean, there's just into a, a stupid debate between like whoever does win the actual Big Ten championship and Ohio State. Like who really is the Big Ten champ? And it, it just it's ridiculous. Why not just allow the best team? teams the chance to actually win the the big 10 title you could say they didn't foresee the number of games being canceled but they did have a uh contingency where if the total you know the average number of games fell below a certain number then that threshold would be lowered so they did they did work that in and it clearly just they're not going to meet that requirement so there were a lot of games canceled but not quite as many as needed to to, to lower that number. So I don't know. I say, I say stick with the rules as crazy as that would be uh, to have potentially Penn state. We're also getting ahead of ourselves. Indiana would still be the next right. team <laughs> line right now. Um, you know, should they be available next week? Like I typically I'm a rule follower. I, I'm stick to the rules guy. Don't break from them, but this is, I think an un, <laughs> this is a different year. I mean, this is a year where everything has kind of been thrown at, at the wall and, and kind of, Rules are made to be broken this year, I think, if there's a year to do it. So I put Ohio State in it. They're the best team far and away at this point. They're the highest-ranked team. The West has already been figured out. It's going to be Northwestern. Have those two face off, and, and I think I don't think there will be any debate uh, over you know who the winner of that game is, is the best team in the Big Ten. Because, look, Ohio State's already beaten Indiana. I mean, that's been decided. Those mm-hmm. They're better than the, the Hoosiers. They're the best team in the East at this point. Um, you know, Do away with the rule, even if they can't play this weekend. And, uh, and put them in the Big Ten title game. And I, I'd also be fine if that happened. I don't feel so strongly about this that I think <laughs> it'd be it'd be an outrage. You know, it'd be a little more interesting if it's Indiana because if Indiana can play, they can say, "Hey, we only lost by you know one score at you know on the road at Ohio State." If it if it does fall to somehow you know Penn State or somebody else, you can then say, "All right, we beat that, Michigan." <laughs> yeah, th- those teams are going to be like, "All right, we don't even have the argument." Like. We, we don't, we really truly don't deserve it. But, you know, as far as that, that final crossover game, you know, Michigan is still hoping to play it. I mean, as, while fans may be like, this season can be done. We're fine with that. Uh, Jim Harbaugh says, you know, to a man, he kept saying, you know, our guys wanted to play. He wants to play. He hopes the season isn't done. So yeah, they're talking about being creative with these crossover matchups. Uh, and he thought maybe to the idea of Michigan trying to play Ohio state that week. It's possible. I mean, it would, if if something gets screwed up here and they change the day of the Big Ten title game or Ohio State gets bumped from the title game, I would presume that would be the Big Ten's ideal matchup that weekend to try and make happen. I don't. I just don't see that happening at this point. It, it, you scheduled the, the Michigan Ohio State game; it got canceled. The Big Ten title game has been set for next weekend, and I don't see it changing at this point. Fox probably won't let that happen. The Big Ten doesn't want that to happen. Uh, so I, I think that's set. And I do think there's going to be – the Big Ten will find a way to get Ohio State into that game. Now, what I, I was looking okay. at the standings this morning, and I think uh, Michigan-Nebraska, I think 
uh, meeting would be intriguing, I think, from the off the field perspective, because you've got, you know, two head coaches that went back to their, their alma maters are struggling. Uh, they've both got similar records. Um, Nebraska's played, you know, they've actually played the same number of games. So it's, I think that would be an intriguing matchup to, to watch just be, and, and the fact that Michigan hasn't played Nebraska and seemingly forever. Yeah, no, I mean, if, if Ohio state, this is of course saying if Ohio state is, they stick to the rules and Ohio state is not allowed to play in the big 10 championship, then could you, could you cr- get creative with that? Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was my, I guess, yeah, the, the caveat there, but yeah, it's Nebraska is interesting too. What are, any thoughts on this, Ryan? Anything but Illinois. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that is just not a sexy matchup at all, even if, if Michigan goes and faces Brandon Peters again. Uh, I, I would like to see Michigan Nebraska. That, that would probably be my uh, choice if I, I got to pick. Purdue, Michigan, yeah, I mean, Jeff Brom, Jim Harbaugh. I mean, that I, I would be okay with that too. But, I mean, really at this point, any Michigan, Illinois – it just does not really stick out to me at all. But other than that, I I don't I actually don't really care that much at this point. I mean, the two bottom dweller teams this year, um, it's not going to mean a whole lot. But that that's just who I would prefer to Michigan to play. Yeah, I mean, Iowa is the only other one we didn't uh, mention as far as even real possibilities, I guess, because you know Northwestern is going to be in the championship, um, and the others, Wisconsin and Minnesota. They've already played, so if they're trying to avoid the rematch, then that leaves Iowa. But again, Iowa at you know five and two is is more near the the top of the standings right now. So yeah, Nebraska makes the most sense, I suppose. And I don't think Michigan fans want to see uh, Iowa either. I don't think Michigan would stand much of a chance. Iowa's playing some really good football right now. They're they're looking like a better team. They moved up in the college football rankings. I, at this point, you know, I, I think if you're if you're Jim Harbaugh and your team, and you do get an opportunity to play again. Uh, I, I do think you, you probably would want to play one of those bottom West teams, Purdue, Illinois, Nebraska, just to a stand a chance and get some, I guess, uh, some momentum going uh, if, if there's such a thing in the 2020. Yeah. I think a key thing here is this game will be played after the early signing period anyway. So I don't think it will have as much of an impact on recruiting as let's say this Michigan, Ohio state game would, uh, would have this weekend too. So that's another thing to keep in mind. And yeah, if this game isn't officially, if Michigan's, uh, you know, appearance in, in this championship week games are, is not, is not finalized, um, you know, one way or the other, I should say just not canceled because you never know. It can't be, can't be finalized that you're going to play, you know, be, before then the se- therefore the season will not be over and Jim Harbaugh and Ward Manuel will not, you know, finalize their plans for, for his contract situation. This, this came up as well during yesterday's call and, uh, Arbach kept saying this isn't really this isn't the time or place to talk about that. We're not talking about this on this call, but Ward Manuel kind of did entertain it. I mean, he he gave longer answers than I would have thought to kind of simple simple questions in a way. When yeah. when how do you define the season end ending? He he then kind of he kind of shared maybe more than I, I guess I would have thought. Yeah, it's been a it's been a weird last you know I talk about the last forty to seventy two hours because not only has the Ohio State game been up you know uncertain but there's been a lot of talk about Jim Harbaugh and his future. I mean, we there's a report over the weekend that he was eyeing the NFL. Uh, there's a report Monday night that a uh, contract extension was being discussed with Ward Manuel. I, I don't know if he necessarily debunked that, but he said Tuesday night that we're not going to really talk about this or, or, or do anything until, this, like you said, the season's over. And as of right now, as, as Ward pointed out, the season doesn't end for another, you know, ten days or so. So, at, at, as you mentioned earlier, right after signing day. So, I don't think there's going to be any formality or any decision made on Jim Harbaugh anytime soon, or at least in the next week or so. I know there's been reports that this might happen this week. It doesn't sound like it's going to happen. 
Uh, so this thing is going to continue to be dragged out. We still don't really know what's what's going on. If Jim Harbaugh wants to return, if if Ward Manuel wants him back, it's kind of a weird situation at this point, and it's one that I don't know if Michigan can afford, given given like you said, recruiting and, and the light coming up. Yeah, I thought that those were all fair questions to to be asked on that, on that news conference. Anyways, I know it seemed like Ward and Jim were kind of taken aback that we would ask about that sort of thing uh, during a, a news conference that they said was just for the the postponement, but. I mean, they canceled availability all last week or after Monday of last week and, and postponed it again this Monday. So we haven't been able to talk with, with Jim for, for a week and, and, and we never get to talk with Ward. So I think when we have that opportunity to ask those questions, it's very fair to, to ask what's the, the most pressing issues. So it was, it was, yeah, yes, there's not, there's not going to be a separate Ward Manual Jim Harbaugh contract discussion. Press conference. <laughs> So not yeah. This is this was absolutely fair game, and it's something everyone's talking about. It's what the that right now. I would argue the fans are more worried or concerned or have more questions about Jim Harbaugh's future than they were the Ohio State game this week. I would argue absolutely. a big chunk of the fan base didn't want the Ohio State game to happen because they feared Michigan getting wrecked. They they want to know if Jim Harbaugh is going to be back for the future or if they're going to move on and try to look for a new coach because right now Michigan's fo- Michigan's football program is in kind of la la land or no man's land. There's there's really no direction for the future at this point. Yes, Jim has one year left, but several his, con- his, his assistants' contracts expire next month. There's just a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainty that that kind of need to be settled before Michigan moves on. Yeah, I was on the Ohio State uh, press conference Zoom call yesterday too, and every single player or coach that 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 spoke was was asked about how much have you been paying attention to all the noise going on in Ann Arbor about the coaching situation and all in the future and all that. So I mean, there's that it, there's a lot of interest out there in what's going on at Michigan from a national standpoint as well. We'll be tackling Harbaugh's situation in more detail in in future podcasts as well, but. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wolverine Confidential Podcast.